Okay, let's get started. Welcome to Linda's Life Lessons Podcast. As a teaching professor, my students often tell me that their favorite part of class was when I chatted with them in what they called Linda's Life Lessons. I would take five or ten minutes at some point in class, not every day, and chat about things that had come up, maybe in one-on-one meetings with students in my office or a question asked in class. There's pretty much nothing out of bounds. We talk about it. Sometimes students respond right away. Other times, they would reach out to me privately. Some of them are still in touch years later, referring to how something we talked about has stayed with them. I was unaware of how the students referred to the chats until a previous student stopped into my office. He, talking about you, Robert, surprised me by telling me how much he missed me and my chats now that he was finished with my class. I was shocked because he never said a word to me, not until this moment. He was like, well, I learned a ton about finance in your class, but Linda's life lessons were the best. The name stuck. In these podcasts, I share tips for students and parents, helpful guidance through the college years, and a few stories along the way. We chat about situations students have found themselves in and how we navigated it. Along the way, we talk about some do's and don'ts for parents, too. In this episode, we talk about story documents, why you need them, and how and when you'll use them. Okay, let's get started. In today's episode, We're talking about the need for what I call a story document, whether you are a student or an employee on your career path. I'll talk about what a story document is, why you need it, and how having a story document helps you to be your own advocate on the job, whether you're seeking a position with a new company or trying to advance in the company you currently work for. Side note, it's always a good idea to be prepared to be your own advocate. I've definitely learned that lesson in the School of Hard Knocks. So what is a story document? Let's start with a story, how I personally learned a lesson about the importance of having a living document, what I call a story document. Sometimes in business, you find yourself moving from one position to another. This might happen when someone leaves the company and your boss asks you to help out for a bit while the company or your department, whatever, is shorthanded. You're a team player, so you step up and help out. You end up juggling your regular job plus the person who left's job, too. It's hectic and a bit crazy, but you pull it off. Everybody tells you how grateful they are for your help during this challenging time for the company. Yay! You feel great, right? So happy to have helped out. Here's the thing. First, often you don't get any extra pay for helping out. We'll talk about how to deal with that piece on a different day. And second, you might just discover that you want to move into this job. Maybe it's a lateral move, but you like the work better than what you've been doing. Maybe it's a promotion. Whatever the reason you've decided you want this position to be yours. Okay, so the job you've been doing while the company is shorthanded is now going to be filled. The position is listed and the company is getting ready to screen candidates. The first time this happened to me, I figured, well, I've been doing the job. They, my bosses, told me they've been super happy with what I've done, so they'll just offer me the position, right? 
wrong, that's totally not what happened. If it does happen to you, consider yourself very lucky and let me know because I want to do a happy dance with you. Yes, really. I'm a happy dance kind of a gal. So what happened next? The position was opened and I was invited to apply and go through the application and interview process. So I did. And this is where the story document comes in. I didn't have one. I applied for the job and got an interview. Yay! That's awesome! Having an interview means that now I needed to do my interview preps. Not so awesome. I gathered a list of potential interview questions and got to work on my responses. To respond to the most common type of interview questions, behavioral questions, I needed my stories, the situations I've been in, the things that have happened to me in the workplace. By the way, I've got a list of questions for you if you need one. You want those interview questions? Check the show notes for the link. Side note, when you're preparing for an interview, you'll want to write out your answers so you have really thought through your response. Don't just look at the question and think your answer. You want to practice the answer so it easily rolls off your tongue. So I got my list of questions, and as I was trying to write out answers to questions such as, give me an example of a time you faced a conflict with a coworker. How did you handle it? Or tell me about a time your responsibilities got a little overwhelming. What did you do? Or tell me about a time you needed to get information from someone who wasn't very responsive. What did you do? Faced with a long list of potential interview questions, I had no real answers. Seriously, I was scrambling around trying to remember different situations that I had dealt with. I ended up going to coworkers for some assistance. They helped to jog my memory, reminding me of situations and scenarios I had been involved in. As soon as I was reminded of the incident, I remembered most of it, but probably not everything, and most likely I didn't remember the details that would help me craft a solid answer to an interview question. Yikes. So, my story document was born. I vowed to never be in this position ever again. I created a document, titled it Story Document. Creative, right? And I parked it on my desktop of my computer. I want to see that thing every day so that when things happen, and let's face it, they do happen, I'm reminded to do a quick write-up in my story document. At least once a week, I reflect on what's happened, what's going on with my job, and if there's anything of note, I open my story document and I write it up. Importantly, I try to capture the emotion of the moment because that helps me write a more compelling answer to the interview questions. When I'm armed with my story document, I've got stories ready to use to plug into interview questions. Behavioral interview questions are designed to get you to share examples of specific situations where you used your soft skills. Soft skills are career attributes, such as the ability to communicate clearly, get along with your coworkers, take initiative, and problem-solve, and are often valued more highly than technical skills, because it's harder to teach soft skills than technical skills. 
Every job description will always include soft skills the employer is seeking. Use the job description to help you prepare for your interview questions. For example, if the job description talks about good communication skills, you can bet that your interview will include some behavioral questions about your communication skills and abilities. Saying, I'm a good communicator, isn't going to work for you. You have to show that you are a good communicator. The best way to do that is with a story about something you've done or a situation you are in. The bottom line is that you'll use your story document to help you remember your personal stories so you can develop solid answers that will get you the job. That's our goal, right? Shortly after I started my personal story document, I brought the idea to my classroom and encouraged my students to start their own story documents. At the time, I was teaching juniors who were getting pretty serious about searching for their first post-college position. I started coaching them about things to do to help them perform better during their interviews. What do I mean by this? Well, if you're getting ready to interview, you'll want to be aware of current events so you can show your engagement in the outside world. You should always write a thank you note after an interview. You should keep a story document. Having a story document to refer to makes a huge difference when prepping for an interview. Huge. Interestingly, I was at an accounting conference maybe a couple of years after I started encouraging my students to keep their own story document. The conference was sponsored by one of the big accounting firms who have hired a number of our graduates. I started up a conversation with some of their HR people. It turns out that this company's HR folks recommend, I'd even go so far as to say they require, all of their new, fresh-from-college employees to start and keep, you guessed it, a story document. I thought that was so cool. What a way to set the new hires up for success. They'll always be prepared for interviews as they advance in their careers. Obviously, your story document's going to change over time. As you move forward, you'll have new stories to replace your student stories or your first days on the job stories. A student's story document will contain situations common to students. How you navigate a situation where you dislike your professor. How you handled being on a group project where people didn't get along or some of the people didn't do their share of the work how you managed your time so you could be successful in school while working 20 hours a week, and so forth. As you progress in your career job, maybe it'll be things like disagreeing with the way your boss handled a situation, dealing with challenging coworkers, or dealing with coworkers who get along too well, which makes it uncomfortable to be around them. You'll have stories. Lots of stories. The point of this episode is to encourage you to start adding your stories to your story document. Not a writer? So start an audio file and record your stories that way. It won't be quite as easy to scroll through and find the different scenarios, but at least you'll have something to reference, a starting point when you are interview prepping. The thing is, When we're in the moment, we think these things happening to us, with us, around us, are things that we will never forget. But guess what? We do forget them much faster than we would ever guess because we get busy handling the next situation. Oh, 
We remember the event or the situation, but we don't remember the details that we need so we can tell the full story in our answer to the interview questions. If you remember, at the beginning of this podcast, I said we would talk about how your story document can help you to be your own advocate. Let's go back to your job situation. Let's say you've been in your job for a couple of years and you feel ready to move forward to get promoted. A former student contacted me about a situation they found themselves in. After being the go-to person on the team projects, a coworker ended up getting the promotion instead of my former student. When we chatted, we talked about why she felt the promotion should have gone to her and what she could potentially do next. She needed the information from her story document, as well as things like timestamps on emails, so she could prove who was actually doing the client work and when. She needed to be her own advocate because she was overlooked for the promotion. Clearly, there are times we get overlooked for the promotion, to head up the project, the raise, whatever. Just some thing you thought was coming your way. Respectfully, schedule a meeting with the decision makers. Before the meeting, do your prep work. Refer to your story document. Pull out the stories where you stepped up and did things to help where you went the extra mile for a client, where you worked long hours to see to it that a project got done on time. Don't make a Linda mistake and assume that, number one, the people in charge, the decision makers, are going to remember what you've done. And number two, that your immediate supervisor is necessarily going to have your back and argue your case for you. Sometimes they will, sometimes they won't. One of my sons was in a situation where his immediate supervisor didn't want my son to be promoted and moved to a different division because the supervisor really wanted to keep my son on their team. Ultimately, my son found a new position with a different company because of this short-sighted and rather selfish supervisor. I've been in situations where I didn't get considered for something, and when I questioned it, I was told, oh, We don't remember you having done such and such a thing. We forgot. We're sorry. You know what? Sorry didn't get me the job, the promotion. Moral of this part of the podcast, always be prepared to be your own advocate. Always. One way to help with that is by keeping a story document. So today's call to action for you is to start your story document, no matter where you're at in your career. If you think you'll ever change jobs, maybe change the company you work for, or maybe you're seeking a promotion, you're going to need your stories. Start your document and add your stories as they occur. If you were in my class right now, I would be giving you extra credit for starting your story document. As my listener, I would love to hear from you when you get yours started and when you put it to use while prepping for an interview. Message me and let me know how it works for you. I hope you've found this chat about creating and using story documents helpful and useful for you right now and as you move forward in your career. May I ask a favor? If you found this meaningful, please subscribe to the Linda's Life Lessons podcast and tell your friends about this episode. Take a moment and write us a review. Connect with us on Facebook or Instagram, and be sure to check out the show notes. Thank you. See you next time. When I'm teaching, I end the week of classes with this message that I will now leave with you, my friend. Have a lovely, fantastic, and fun weekend, and please 
come back to me safely. See you next time.